0: Tani, Hi, very early recording.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's not super early for me, but it does feel early on my day off. It is currently 7.32am.
0: Yeah, I've been up since 5.30.
1: Yeah, I haven't. I got up at 7, like a lazy butt.
0: Well, you see, it's one of those things to where I set my alarm for 5.30 because I'm like, you know, I'll snooze it a few times. I was up late watching WrestleMania, and, you know, it it was fine. But then, no... No, I woke up on the first one, and I was like, well I'm awake now."
1: Yeah, that often happens to me at work. I set my work alarm for four thirty, and then I get like I, everyone at work thinks I'm crazy for it because we don't have to be there until six thirty. But like, I like to be able to have time to function before I'm like at work. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll wake up at four thirty, probably actually get out of bed at five, then have a latte. Like make myself a little latte, sit on my sofa, watch some YouTube or some anime or read a book and then like slowly wake up until I feel the point that I want breakfast and then eat my breakfast and then get dressed and get ready to go to work. And it's like nicer than what I did in high school, which was five minutes before you have to leave, put all your shit on and go. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> I, I get that.
1: Get out of bed. Yeah, I, I can't do that anymore. Uh, and that's how I know I'm an adult.
0: As an adult. Yeah. I Definitely, like unless I'm going to get breakfast before work, I roll out of bed right whenever it's time to throw my shoes on and leave mm-hmm. because I am weird and I sleep with my clothes on. So that for is literally just put on socks and shoes and leave.
1: I mean, fair enough.
0: I mean, it's just it's extra steps to have to get up and fumble around and like find clothes and put them on. No, no, just socks, shoes, leave.
1: You're not a sweaty sleeper, especially in, like, the south.
0: <laughs>
1: the south. <laughs> well,
0: you see, we, we have this magical thing called air conditioning. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, I forget the rest of the world and then, has
0: that. Yeah, and then I have a fan, too. And I don't like sleeping with covers, but much to the detriment of, you know, other people mm. that are like, you. you don't like covers? No, no, covers make me hot. Like, I'm a very hot-natured person. <laughs> the so detriment don't, of, don't other,
1: people. <laughs> of don't, don't, don't. other people. cover me up. Dot, dot, dot. Other people. I just... <laughs> just but, yeah, there's a specific kind of other people that it is a detriment to.
0: Well, I mean, so it's... what, what People make fun of me for this in general, regardless of whether it's partners or whomever. Mm. Once people find out that I don't like sleeping with a blanket or a quilt or some other shit, whatever you sleep with, I don't like it. I prefer just me
1: <laughs> yeah see i'm the, i am
0: my own blanket
1: i'm the complete opposite i like many blankets but i like the room to be freezing cold
0: i, I feel like that's kind of a common thing yeah though, like most people are like give me a shit ton of blankets but also make it as cold as humanly possible
1: yeah i want a poll of all of those people why. to be like how many of them have really like a lot of childhood memories of like tent camping because I feel like the vast majority of us have parents that like are like, okay, you're gonna go outside and it's gonna be two degrees, sleep in it. <laughs>
0: um, I I don't, hmm. you know, I, I don't know how many people are going to share that sentiment. Really? but I'm sure we'll find out.
1: I feel, I, like, I'll, I I'll mean, maybe it's a Canadian call. thing. We'll figure it out. I think it might also be, I don't know, English people camp too, but just like spending, I mean, like, don't you just like sleep outside a lot or not? No.
0: I mean, depending on the time of year, a lot more people will camp than others. Typically, like, summer into fall, people will hike and camp and that kind of thing. But whenever it's the equivalent of, like, 40 degrees outside, or, like you said, 2 degrees, (laughs) no.
1: Yeah, maybe that's a Canadian thing. Like, a country Canadian thing.
0: I just don't like camping.
1: No, but then you're giant so like camping isn't built for you like if you went Yeah,
0: no, like i could i could glamp like that yeah. i could do
1: yeah there needs. let me just to be- set up
0: a mattress in the bed of my truck with like a cover on it then i would be fine
1: mm. there needs to be you know like there's like um big and tall stores or like long tall sally or whatever it is like there's like uh-huh. there needs to be those for camping people
0: i mean I'm, I'm sure they're there but it's also something to where i feel like we would be extorted yeah Because it's like, oh, big person, let's charge more. And it's like that for a lot of things. Whenever you're, you know, 6'4", and just tall and round, everyone's like, hmm, we charge more. Mm -hmm. Which is why I like buying clothes from Cloak, because they don't charge more whenever you're a big boy. They're just like, here you go. Same cost, Mm -hmm. same shipping, same everything. And I'm like, yes, more of this, please.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: But maybe that's just me. I don't know.
1: No, I mean, it makes sense.
0: But I will make an Instagram poll, and then we can get back to this information later on this week.
1: Yeah, I want to know how many people went camping and now like to sleep with cold outside warm blankets.
0: I mean, I could I could 100% see that. So, yeah, poll of all of the sleepage coming this week. Blankets on, blankets off, cold, not cold, camping, not camping. Mm. That's so much social media work to remember. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> it's too early for social media
0: yeah but i'm blue that's brad and we're doing the angel next door spoils me rotten yeah. today <laughs> do you go on social
1: media before that's you're an awake?
0: actual called open huh wait wait what
1: <laughs> i was gonna say do you go run that
0: by me again
1: just <laughs> <laughs> do you go on social media before you're awake is I think what I actually said, but when I meant that, that
0: is what you said. Okay. So I wanted to make sure that my brain actually comprehended that no, question. properly. No, I, think,
1: I think what I meant was before you're like up and about, like, is the first thing that you do grab your phone and go to social media?
0: No, the first thing I do is look at my phone and go, why is it so fucking early? And then snooze my alarm a bit.
1: Okay. There's no need to be. But with... I think really it. There's no need to be that extra. I... Okay. Chill. <laughs> you can Chill. <laughs>
0: But no, I think it's one of those things of like it depends. Like if I'm going to go get breakfast, then no. It's get up, get ready and then drive to go get breakfast. Mm-mm. But if I'm going to skip breakfast, then yeah, I'll sit and scroll TikTok and catch up on all the anime TikToks that I missed while I sleep because Japan does not sleep while we sleep because they are 14 hours ahead.
1: Yep. Yeah, that that's fair. I feel like. Yeah. What, what about you? I I rarely go on social media. I think uh-huh. for a 25-year-old, I'm doing a bad job of being a 25-year-old.
0: No, you're doing a great job. The rest of us just have crippling ADHD. I
1: have, I have really bad ADHD. It just doesn't hyperfixate on social media.
0: My only hyperfixation with social media is TikTok. And that's just because that's where I get most of my anime news yeah. and shit. And I just just anime content. I, just give me anime I ban content. myself. So I have something to talk about here.
1: Yeah, I ban myself from TikTok quite often because um, if I go on TikTok, I will be on there for several hours to the point where, like, that video comes across and it's like, hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Maybe you should stop and go outside and touch grass. And I will keep scrolling until another one comes on and another one. And, I'm, and then it's, like, by the third or fourth where I'm like, I haven't eaten. It's been six hours. Like... I if I go on TikTok, it's a bad time. I don't leave, so, so TikTok is scary for me. <laughs> um,
0: it's one of those to where I've actually gotten that TikTok after one TikTok. Yeah, I've opened it up, watched the first one, scrolled, and it's like, "Hey, you've been watching for a really long time." And I'm like, "You know what? You're probably right. Yeah, screw you guys. Yeah. I'm gonna go do something else."
1: And then yeah, Instagram is the only other one that I would go on every now and again. But it's not frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have my notifications turned on either. So that helps because I find, like, if I post something and I have my notifications turned on, I will go back to that post every now and again to be like, how many likes does it have or whatever, you know? Whereas if I turn them off, I forget about it.
0: I, I've never felt so called out for what I do for the podcast.
1: <sighs> yeah, but, yeah.
0: I, I have notifications turned on to where every time somebody likes the post, I'm like... Ah, dopamine. Yeah. Podcasts do good. Yeah,
1: this is that. I used to do that as well when I made all the memes, and it was just not, not, not a productive part of my day. I like sitting there, but being it like, was productive. Refresh, we're we're refresh. growing a
0: business. <laughs> just mm, dopamine. People like the content.
1: Yeah, but I'd rather get dopamine. For, I read four books the past two days.
0: Nice.
1: Um. Yeah, Jen has been sending me romance novels that i have to finish according to her so they're being finished
0: Mm, well how how convenient that we are also speed running a bunch of romance anime then
1: yeah for someone who yells about the fact that they don't really like romance i've been consuming a heck of a lot of it recently
0: Look, mate, all right, just sometimes you need to get exposed to other types of content. Yeah. I mean, I, I've also ordered books. I haven't started reading them yet, but at least I've ordered them.
1: Yeah, Jen made me a member of, well, she didn't make me be a member, but she exposed me to the world of Kindle Unlimited.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that is a thing.
1: Yeah, and um, now I'm subscribed.
0: Also, I don't know if Canada has the same thing, but in the States we have an app called Libby.
1: I have it, yeah.
0: Yeah, to where as long as you have a library card, you can check out books from your local library and just read them on your phone or Kindle or whatever the fuck you want to read on.
1: Yeah, yeah, I have it. Um, it, It's a really good app. One thing that I find amusing, but I completely get about it is that they have like one copy of each book. So if you mm-hmm. loan it, nobody else on the app can read it. They have to be on hold. And it makes perfect sense because it's a library. That's how books work. And also, yeah. like, authors aren't going to want unlimited copies of their books being out because they still want people to, like, go and purchase them, right? So, like, that makes perfect sense. But my my brain goes, but it's digital. <laughs> the whole time it's like, it's just, you don't have one copy. It's digital. Everyone can read it simultaneously if they want. Like, <laughs> what?
0: But they only have the licensing for that one copy. I
1: know, I know. It makes so much sense. But my brain just goes, but it's digital.
0: (laughs) No, no. If anything, it's genius because it's all right. You have one copy. So you can either wait for an undiscriminate amount of time Mm. or go buy the book.
1: Yeah, well, I'm waiting on a second, the second book in a series to get off hold on Libby. And I have about six months worth of wait because I'm like seventh in hold. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hope these people return it early.
0: <laughs> and the bad part about it is, most of those people will have it for the entire term because mm-hmm. they forget that they actually have it.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, because I'm like a binge reader. As much as I like, I binge anime, I also binge reading. Um, uh-huh. I uh, will return. I will read and return a book in the same day.
0: If- if I were in the mood for reading I could do the exact same thing Mm -hmm. it just depends like right now the only reading I want to do is my weekly like manga Mm catch-ups because I'm in the middle of like five different series at the moment Mm -hmm. but then outside of that I've been buying books to do like that's more storytelling-ish based so I can learn how to actually compose episodes that i have to do alone terrifying and also just be able to do youtube content in general because i having finally been getting caught up on the youtube videos for this i've actually had a chance to sit down whilst editing those videos and listen to your solo episodes versus knowing how mine go Mm. good job carrying the podcast by the way
1: i do Uh, not i do not
0: Bullshit.
1: No, we (laughs) heard the vast
0: difference between, especially your solo episodes and mine. Very different.
1: I like your solo episodes. Mm,
0: It it was a whole lot of rambling. The only difference, out of all of them, was the recent Sao one, and that's because I actually sat down and wrote a script so I could get my thoughts across in like ten to fifteen minutes. Mm,
1: You did really, but I've
0: been. Oh, well, thanks. I appreciate it. But yeah, so with it being April, my obviously favorite time of the year.
1: (laughs) It's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: (laughs) So I actually wanted to like sit down and write a Your Light April retrospective because this year I don't remember when that anime came out, nor do I remember when i watched it all i remember is that it's been almost seven years since i first watched that show and therefore it's been seven years since i've gotten into anime so i kind of just wanted to do like a retrospective Mm. on the show that got me into anime and also the fuckers at good smile making a cowdy nindroid
1: yeah, that was uh,
0: they they can take all of my money cuz that is one of the most adorable figures I have ever seen. It's
1: really cute.
0: So yeah, just just take my money. Just just take it all.
1: Yeah. Um
0: <laughs> But yeah, so I've got so much reading coming up that I got to do and then the new anime season has started, so I'm going to yeah. be getting caught up on Hell's Paradise and My Love Story today. So uh so much to do. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, but it's all good stuff, and it's gonna be fun and exciting, and, um, super good. Super good. Yeah. Yeah. What was I gonna say? I had a thing in my head floating around, and it's gone into a hole. Yeah, I was gonna say,
0: it felt like you had a segue for something, just to lead into something. I was like, hmm, what is it? What, what do I have to bounce off of? Uh,
1: you can bounce off of the fact that I share a birthday with an anime character. Ha. Huh.
0: You know what? That that you do. do. And it's funny because whenever I was watching this show for the first time and that birthday flashed across the screen, I was like, "Huh. That sounds really familiar, yeah. but I can't quite place my finger on, on as it. To like.
1: <laughs> Who's... That
0: birthday sounds real familiar.
1: Cuz it's, it's <laughs> mine.
0: Yeah, it is yours.
1: Yeah uh yeah
0: (laughs) so you 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 excited
1: (laughs) i am excited you know it's so dumb that you get like so childishly happy about stupid stuff like that but genuinely it makes me really happy that like i share a birthday with an anime character
0: i i mean hey it's cool because with social media like i get notified every day whenever crunchyroll is like hey these are the characters that have this birthday and i'm like that's cool and so whenever you told me that i was like ah I gotta remember to post something in November.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Is a it's... what makes you dumb and childishly happy, even though it doesn't really mean anything? Candy. Fair point. Like those those candy that only kids eat, like um candy necklaces.
0: Not not so much those. It's just candy that I had whenever I was a child. Mm. Like Easter is one of the times of year where starburst jelly beans are actually a thing, and I remember having those growing up and this is the only time of the year that you can get them now oh okay and so it's literally the only time of year where i will actively go out of my way to buy candy because Mm. we we've had this discussion before i'm not a sweets person no so i will actively avoid them because i prefer to get my non-sugary sugar intake from things like dr pepper zero and whatnot because that's again that's my preferred quote unquote sweets consumption or hell I'm in the south sweet tea. If I can't get diabetes from a glass, I don't fucking want it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just one of those things to where it's like if that's the one bit of like childhood escapism I get is from that one particular candy, I'm a I'm a do it. Plus every now and then I'll watch like an episode of Sailor Moon just to, you know, childhood nostalgia.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I still had Sailor Moon classified as a candy in my head then I had to like (laughs) It's like why you eat Sailor Moon (laughs) like (laughs) why
0: Oh there's the clip from the episode (laughs)
1: Um the
0: Oh my god
1: Yeah, Easter candy is is on a different level, especially like Cadbury's chocolate eggs and stuff, they go ham this time of year. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I always had, um, you know, those like combination Easter eggs where you would get like, uh, it would be like a, I, the only one I'm thinking of right now is a Maltese Easter egg, but I don't know if you know what Maltesers are. Um, I do not smart. No, you don't know what smarties are. Um,
0: yes, I do. No, you they're do the not. wrong
1: ones. <laughs> Americans are so I'm right.
0: Like, you're wrong.
1: No, no, no. That's an American thing. It's weird. Those rockets are rockets. Rockets are the things
0: that go to space.
1: <laughs> We've had this conversation before.
0: We've had it several times, and this is a hill I am willing to die on. This
1: is an American hill that you're willing to die on. The rest of the world is on a completely different page, okay?
0: The rest of the world is wrong.
1: Fight me. Um, I kind of think of a, a, a suite that, you have in, that we have in both countries. Anyway, like the Easter egg... Where it's like a normal candy made into an Easter egg and then those candies are inside of the Easter egg. Did you ever have those growing up?
0: I mean, so we do have like chocolate Easter eggs that you can buy that have more candy on the inside mm. of them. So those are things.
1: Um, we also had some where you had have a toy inside of the Easter egg, but that's basically a Kinder Egg and America doesn't like those. So you probably didn't have those.
0: Nah, we just buy plastic Easter eggs and then put toys inside of those.
1: That's so sad. Why can't your Easter eggs be made of chocolate? They are. No, but then you, you have put ones toys that you
0: eat and ones that you hunt.
1: No, you ha- you hunt for the chocolate. <laughs> That's the point.
0: No, because it's hot here and the chocolate melts.
1: We'll make it colder because it's fun.
0: I uh, I will gladly stay in the south and come visit you during the summer.
1: Yeah, although big brain during our summer it's still pretty pretty warm i mean it's not like south warm but it's warm
0: again that's why i will gladly come visit during y'all summer versus any other time of the year but we
1: don't have air conditioning
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) i grew up playing football so therefore i'm used to being tortured in the 100 degree heat or i guess in canadian that's like 39 degrees
1: yeah so it'll be about 10 degrees cooler but um no air conditioning
0: that's fine i've had worse
1: yeah Uh, the fun part is when you go into the mountains because then during the day, it's like 30 degrees. And then at night, it's like freezing.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like that here, which is why I think most people who do summer camping will do summer camping in the mountains. Mm. Because that way, while you're awake, everything is fine and warm. And then whenever you go to bed, everything is cool. And then our whole conversation has come full circle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So basically, guys, when the sun's around, it's hot. When the sun goes to bed, it gets cold. And that's a science lesson with Blue and Brad.
0: Yeah, Dr. Stone hasn't even started for the season yet.
1: And <laughs> we already know science.
0: You know science. I'm simply here to be dumb.
1: I have nearly finished my latte. That is my entire bit. And therefore, I will know no more science after this.
0: Um, I have drank probably half of what i started this episode with already yeah it is pay me no mind and my massive fucking iced coffee
1: the leaf survived to the bottom of the drink it's sad now this, but it's there
0: this is going to um this is going to be gone by the time i get to church
1: <laughs> fair enough yeah i'm gonna have at least two more before i have to go to brunch
0: hey and then i'll probably going to get brunch sorry Said, so at least you're going to get brunch. I, I got good work.
1: I'm excited. Um
0: As you should be. Yeah.
1: So the person I'm going to brunch with is a previous colleague.
0: Uh-huh. I haven't seen
1: them. I mean, I haven't seen them in like a week. Like, it has been not been that long <laughs> since they've been at work, but it feels really weird because it's a person you see every day, and then all of a sudden, like, you don't see them anymore, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, where are you? Like, what is? Where have you gone? You're gone." Oh, no. <laughs> so. So, uh, yeah, going to go see them. We're going to go get brunch at a fancy place where we had to place a brunch reservation.
0: You moved to Toronto and then now you're just getting too bougie I, for me. Mate. I
1: know. Like, what is this? Like a <laughs> reservation for brunch?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: And then we were looking at some places and it's like, you have to place a reservation like a week in advance. I'm like, how fucking good is this? Like, you can walk into pretty much any restaurant for like an evening time meal here in the city and like get a table. But for brunch, you can't. Like, I didn't know this was a brunch city. Like, sorry, okay. That's
0: that's just the human equivalent of white people taco night. It's fine.
1: Yeah, honestly. Honestly, I feel, what is it, yeah, there's like a specific, like, fancy alcoholic drink you're supposed to get at brunch. What is it? Like a...
0: A mimosa?
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't drink, so.
0: Where you get orange juice and champagne mixed together?
1: Ew. I think that's a mimosa. How do you know more about alcohol than I do when you literally can't drink? You'll explode. That's canon, by the way
0: yeah that that is that is 100 canon and you well i don't know how much i actually talked about this during the time that i was with my prior ex mm. but my prior ex was like as basic white girl as basic white girl can get <laughs> and again no no shame on her whatsoever yeah
1: be a basic white girl it's fine
0: i mean but <laughs> it's one of those things it's like we talked about it on here and it's like i don't know how it worked for so long because i'm massive weeb nerd the whole nine yard Mm. and she's brunch starbucks and taylor swift
1: (laughs) yeah i mean again
0: nothing wrong with that whatsoever but that it's because of her that i know what brunch culture is even though i've never been to brunch if that makes we should
1: go to brunch
0: we should go to brunch.
1: We'll, we'll meet up and go to brunch. That's why we'll I'm fly down. to go see each other solely so <laughs> we can go to
0: brunch. Just, just solely for brunch. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it's one of those things to where now, and I was talking to a friend of mine about this because we are going to be having a meetup here in a couple weeks. Mm. And so as we are having that meetup, I'm going to pack up my new fancy recording setup because it is literally... A mobile recording booth. So, we're gonna record some shit while we're there, and we're going to record a cooking video too. So, therefore, everyone can see my fabulous Shokugeki skills, and Blue can be terrified for whenever that eventual Shokugeki happens.
1: Ha! You think you can beat me? Try harder. (laughs) Not another thing.
0: Uh (laughs) Baka! (laughs) I had a point with all of that, and I have completely lost it. Brunch. Brunch. Yeah, let's meet up for brunch.
1: Mm, let's do that. <laughs> and we can have virgin mimosa, so just orange juice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think a virgin mimosa would be orange juice and sparkling water, just so you still get the spicy.
1: <laughs> oh, then you might as well just go for a Shelly Temple.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: So that's orange juice. Um, I think it's like Sprite 07-Up, or I guess you could do it like Canada Dry. Um, and uh, grenadine. Oh. So it makes like a gradient in the color. So it's like red to um y- uh, orange juice color, yellow, orange, Ye- yeah, yellow.
0: Uh-huh. Orange juice is like yellow with a twinge of red, yeah. whereas grenadine will actually make it orange. Yeah. Or almost red, depending on how much grenadine you actually put in it, because grenadine is just pretty much it's, cherry dye. It's
1: potent. Yeah. But if you put, so you put the, you mix the orange juice and this Sprite together, and then you pour the grenadine in and it's heavier so it sinks to the bottom Uh-huh. so then it like makes a really nice gradient and then you mix it all together and then it's like sweet fizzy orange juice it's very sweet.
0: interesting right
1: that's why i think I... I think if you don't have much of a sweet tooth you could do it with like a, a just a sparkling water or something and then the only thing that's sweetening it is the grenadine but if you have it with sprite then it would be very sweet already
0: i mean it's one of those things where i feel like if you are not the biggest fan of sugar you can accomplish the same thing with ginger ale and Mio mm. or I guess whatever the Canadian equivalent of Mio is
1: no idea unless y'all
0: have Mio in which oh case, yeah right?
1: um uh squash I guess like that, I mean that's the English version but like I know Kool-Aid does one like Kool-Aid has one it's... but it's
0: pure sugar Mio is like a healthy alternative yeah if you want to call it healthy because I mean artificial sweeteners but at this point I would, unless I'm having something like coffee or tea, I'd, I at this point, I'll just take the artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Fuck so it. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die having something I enjoy, whether it's artificial or not. Uh, life is hard.
1: Yeah. I found a Jelly Baby one. Oh? Yeah. It's um blue raspberry flavor. Real good. It's complete, I am... complete sugar. But, like, I put a half of a packet in and was bouncing off the walls. But...
0: Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm a big fan of anything blue raspberry flavored. Yeah. Just just gib.
1: Yeah. Me too. Blue raspberry <laughs> or the um the apple. Like sour apple, the green apple.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. You see, I'm the only flavor I don't enjoy mm. is cherry.
1: Me too.
0: Hey, look at that.
1: Uh I don't like maraschino cherries and everything is maraschino cherry as opposed to just like actual cherry.
0: Yeah, and also black cherry, too, is mm-hmm. one of those things that I do not enjoy, especially artificially made. Yeah. Like, I, whenever I was younger, used to drink, like, flavored sparkling water a lot, mm-hmm. and the one flavor I hated more than everything was the cans of black cherry, mm-hmm. and that seemed to be the most prominent one that people would buy, mm-hmm. especially for me, to which I literally just had to drink and be sad.
1: Yeah, just be like, thanks very much, I really appreciate it, black.
0: God, there's the TikTok somebody sent me the other day of somebody's trying sparkling water for the first time, and they just look so defeated, but they were committed because everybody else was drinking sparkling water around them. It's just like, oh, I'm sad now.
1: Yeah, why do people drink this? It's gross.
0: It, it it really do be though.
1: Yeah, like we have two different kinds of sparkling, like two different brands of sparkling water at work. We have Perrier. And then we have, like, a, a range of, like, canned sparkling water. And they have, like, a whole bunch of different flavors. And mm-hmm. the lime is the most popular.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Because I know with Lacroix, lime is the worst.
1: Yeah. So we have uh, an original, which I assume is just, like, plain. Um, uh-huh. Then there's grapefruit, lemon, lime and there's one more i feel like it's going to be like maple syrup or something canadian i feel like
0: i would not doubt that at all i would have made the joke but you made it for me so therefore i'm content with life
1: <laughs> it's not even a joke at this point it's like a it's like a thing <laughs> like i feel like there's a maple syrup flavor in everything here <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tim Hortons when they came out with their maple latte, put out a, a campaign where it was like, "We're sorry, we didn't think of this sooner." Like that was their campaign for the drink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was an, that's great. Yeah, I love that. It was a
1: public apology of like, "Sorry, we didn't do this sooner." Here is the maple latte.
0: So our local brand new anime coffee shop started serving a cinnamon coffee for their monthly special yesterday okay. that Walker and I got to be the guinea pigs on. Mm. they pretty good. Nice. They call it the Uzumaki because it's a cinnamon swirl uh, in it. Okay. It's pretty good.
1: Do you know if it uses cinnamon syrup or just actual cinnamon?
0: I think cinnamon syrup.
1: Mm, that makes sense.
0: Because I didn't see any cinnamon floating on top. But then again, I also did not pay any attention. I just drank it exceptionally quickly.
1: If you combine a cinnamon syrup, an Irish cream syrup, and a salted caramel syrup, you get a cookie syrup.
0: Interesting. Yeah. These are things that I would never know because I don't know how to mix any sort of sugary sweetness. I only know how to mix paint.
1: I know how to do both. (laughs) 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 you
0: know what though i would actually be curious to like get the two of us together with a paint palette and just like see how accurately we can mix paint colors just based off one another's knowledge
1: i think you would probably be more accurate to like color matching um because i only did one semester of that whereas you've done a career of that
0: um (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those to where, like, if you custom-made a color on a canvas, I could probably match that. Yeah. But I couldn't, like, go out of my way to create something new. Like, that creative aspect of my brain just does not work. But I can look at a color yeah, and be like, all right, it's so much white, so much blue, like, yeah. just so on and so forth.
1: Yeah. See, I'm a little bit more spontaneous about it. I'm like, I want to check in a bit of this and a little bit of that and see what happens um and like I have a good idea of how it's gonna turn out but like Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like you would do the color matching and I could do the the other bit
0: (laughs) yeah it's one of those things where you need your walls painted I got you I can match you any color that you need but you need something creative done higher blue
1: yeah I feel like what we should do is we should make a giant canvas painting between us and like I'm gonna go and, like, make a little tiny swatch with my tiny acrylic palette, and then I'll give it to you and be like, hey, can I have more of this, please? <laughs> and then you're like, okay, cool. And then we do the base coat, and then we're good. Yeah. Because, like, the amount of times that I run out of paint halfway through, and I'm like, fuck, i got to mix more. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I need a bread.
0: That, that's what I'm good for.
1: Speaking of what you're good for, uh, this boy is good for not much of anything because he's a mess.
0: uh you're right you're right i've never again uh, this is the episode of i've never felt so called out before
1: yeah actually (laughs) it made me do like my laundry whilst watching this video watching this this anime
0: you're welcome yeah you're you're very welcome if i am good for anything it's mixing paint colors and making you watch anime that will make you clean your flat yeah you're welcome
1: yeah i appreciate the flat
0: you're welcome. <laughs> I, know
1: you're, I know you thought you were like, you were like, apartment and a flat. I could see the brain working. There was a pause there, and you were like, what did you call it?
0: Well, no, I, I'm the one that started calling it a flat. No, i In this conversation. Okay, fair in enough. In this conversation, I'm the one that called it a flat. Fair enough. But no, I, I'm used to English terminology of apartments being called flats.
1: Yeah. Well, it's so that, that an I was apartment. used to. It's a room, not an apartment. It's a closet
0: Your your studio closet My
1: studio closet, bedroom, living space, kitchen, sitting room, art space Everything all at once Everything all at once
0: Everything, everywhere, all at once, which is apparently a good film
1: Yes, but we're not going to watch that today because we're covering The Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten
0: So, so sweet
1: (laughs) It is very, very, very cute Um, yeah
0: let, 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 let's get into the background before I go off on another tangent about this show. Yep. So, background, it is a novel slash light, light novel series written by Sekasan. Mm. The light novel has been running from June 15th of 2019 to present for a total of eight volumes plus one collection of short stories. Mm. The manga was written by the same individual, and the original run was from January 6th of 2020 to present for a total of only two volumes available right now. And the anime was directed by Lihua Wang. Mm. Studio was project number nine and ran from January 7th to March 25th of 2023 for a total of 12 episodes. So the show just ended.
1: Yeah, I wonder if this um, anime covers both volumes, because it's normally one season, one core covers two volumes, right?
0: If I had to take a guess with the amount of light novel available, and solely basing this off of kind of what I'm used to with Dress Up Darling and other light novels, I would say it probably covered about four to five light novel volumes. Okay. For the season as well. So the manga may not have even caught up through the first season.
1: Oh, okay. That's fun. Okay. Because
0: typically your usual manga volume chapters will be like three chapters per episode. Right. And your typical manga volume consists of between nine to ten chapters, give or take. Right. So the manga might only make up for like the first half of the show. Or maybe more, maybe less, depending on how they actually broke it up Mm. for the episodes. I don't know. This is purely 100% guesswork on my part.
1: Okay. Um, Just because, yeah, a whole lot of people were being like, ah, see you in the second season. um, Because they were excited, hopefully, for it to get approved for a second season. I think there's a good chance for it, um, considering the fact that it has some pretty good scores. Compared to last week's... um, Romance anime that got a drop rate of twenty one percent. We're looking at a drop rate today of five point six six percent. So way better. But then this is more to the thing that's kind of expected with romance animes. Last week's um was more of an adult fashion, and although I have, while I have a preference for it, I know a lot of people like to like it. This is kind of a classic setup.
0: Yeah, this is like. Purely romance with, like, just a twinge of comedy every now and then, mainly coming from the best friend group. Yeah. But outside of that, it's more pure romance, which I feel like if you truly stick to one category, I feel like you're a lot more, I'm trying to think of the right word, you'll have a less of a drop rate because you're fitting one true category. Mm-hmm. Whereas, unless you're going to go full rom-com and, like, go full ham on both and blend them together, say something like Mm Kaguya-sama, then it's, I don't know, it's a mess. My brain is not working.
1: No, I'm with you. And I also think that, like, the the high school theming is kind of where there's, like, a level of, like, comfort um, in anime when things are set around high school kids, because that is... The vast majority of anime, like, regardless of genre, they're kind of in high school. And it's like a running joke that they're, like, 35-year-old high schoolers, you know? Um, Yeah. And uh, so when you see animes or um, other anime-type content of people that are older than high school you're expecting to see a higher drop rate because that kind of breaches closer to reality for most anime watches. And anime Mm -hmm. is escapism. So like you go in there to be in an imaginary world. So being in an imaginary world that is close to your own, like your own age, your own demographic is more relatable. Like it's it's one of those things of like, oh, I didn't come here to watch my life and what my life could be. So there is a level, like there's that level as well of like, I just want to see... People that are very different from me being a thing. But also, since TikTok has been so huge um, with anime, we do have, like, a very large wave of new anime watchers that are in high school right now. And, or, like, just out of high school. Yeah. So, compared to, like, us old folk who have been watching anime for since we were in high school, who are now adults... (laughs) um, i I bet that I would be interested to see the age ranges of people that watch anime, but like I feel like we had a decent chunk of people compared to like people five years older than us watching anime. like we grew exponentially, but the people that are watching anime now are probably three times that. So yeah, yeah, so we do also have to bear that in mind that whilst we like content based around people kind of our age, um, people that are the age of the anime characters right now would also be watching this so i think that's another reason why the drop rate could be so low um, and
0: i think this is another conversation that we'll be able to have after we watch waltakoi because mm. waltakoi is based entirely around adult otakus who have to try to like get along and progress through a relationship although they have very different tastes they are both still otaku mm. But, again, also very adult, and I know Waltakoy is held in an extremely high regard amongst the anime fandom, and I have never actually watched the anime, but I have read and have a very good chunk of the manga. Mm -hmm. So, for one, I need to finish that collection, because I am fucking slacking, but yeah it's one of those things where i would like to revisit this once we actually get to something that's a little bit more universally beloved and isn't just brand new yeah and then we can expand on this a little bit more as our horizons have been broadened
1: yes yeah i'm looking forward to that as well um continuing on with some stats we have uh Anime Planet ranks this as a 4.06 out of 5 or an 8.12 out of 10 My Anime List ranks it as a 7.88 out of 10 giving it an average score of 8 out of 10
0: and that is truly a flat average which is the first time I think we've ever had this in this podcast yeah. or if it has happened before it has been a very very long time
1: unless my math is wrong in which case sorry
0: Yeah, she was doing math literally right before we sat down to record and having just rolled out of bed. Who knows whether it is right or wrong?
1: Yeah, like 7.20 math time is not math time for me. Mm,
0: But it is three hours past 4.20, which is the perfect time to do math. If you say so. I would not know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go with it. Sure. If Brad does math at
0: 420, <laughs> canon. 100% canon. So much canon shit is happening on the podcast yeah. these past few weeks. Yeah. But if Brad even fine. gets
1: a whiff of alcohol, he explodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that means no more maple bourbon glaze salmon for me. No.
1: Oh, no, because the maple counteracts it because you're friends with a Canadian.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. This is... Oh, this is this new canon information is great. I'm going to have to figure out a way to exploit this.
1: Yeah, it's it's the, the maple protection charm. Uh, it's a little-known secret fact that all Canadians have this. Um, once I became a citizen, they uh, injected me with a pure maple crystal. It now resides in my heart, um, and I can give small chunks of it to people that I consider worthy. Um, they don't realize that I have actually transported it um, through... Uh, it can be through any kind of technological form, like for instance, a microphone, it comes out of the microphone, through the cable, down into the internet, um, and then travels through the internet world back out into your microphone, where it then flies into your mouth without you realizing it when you're speaking, and um, it settles itself in your heart. And now, whenever you're around any kind of maple aspect, um, the charm clicks into place, and uh, you are then protected.
0: All right, I'm going to put this to the test. I'm going to pour some maple syrup and a bottle of wine down the whole thing, and we'll see how it goes. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: We'll we'll see. (laughs) Next week's solo podcast episode.
0: (laughs) Oh. Uh, All right. So... (laughs) No, no, I gotta I gotta at least live for the next one because I'm giving you a romance break and letting you watch the um one I guess manga series that you're that you stole from your brother to read for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Campfire Cooking is done, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you watch that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Join the realm of Visa for a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's nice having so, an older brother who's also an otaku because you just get twice as much like manga content you can steal.
0: Yeah, just just gib.
1: Just gib. That's all it
0: is. Just just gib. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just gib. I'm not
0: Speaking of Gib, what? I want food. You want food? Yeah, this this show made me want food.
1: Mm, that's a good point. Both
0: shows made me want food.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, here's some food for thought. Chicken hats. Yeah, nope. we haven't done a, a background. Wait a second. A, a overview. Uh, it's it's fine.
0: It's fine. It, it's literally a high school romance. There is literally nothing new to discuss without actually getting into the plot. Girl
1: next door is an angel, boy next door is a nerd. They live next to each other and also go to school together, but they don't know each other until an umbrella. And then they fall in love. The end.
0: Well, way to spoil the in love part without the chicken hat.
1: I mean, it's a romance.
0: Ah, you spoiled it.
1: Okay, sorry. They may or may not fall in love.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not editing that at all. It's a
1: romance. What do you expect to happen? And then at the end of it, they both hate each other oh yeah they decide that they are not gonna work out um and she moves away specifically to get away from him because he was being a total creep the whole time
0: secret 13th episode ova that i was unaware of (laughs) yeah
1: she actually on you
0: for getting early access to content yeah
1: she was leading him on the whole time uh thought he was a total creep um he actually had like entered his her apartment on multiple occasions um, but she was like fluttering her eyelashes at him the whole time and uh they were both like misleading each other and um then she moves away and um actually has like uh yeah, she then goes on to be an author where she writes really bad romance novels and he becomes a banker.
0: I feel like you just haphazardly described the plot of Spy Family <laughs> 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 Then they
1: adopt a child and a dog.
0: Dwarf. <laughs> There's the synchronicity that I needed for the day.
1: Yep. Chicken hats. Chuck them out.
0: Yeah. Chicken hats. So the one thing I actually want to discuss about all of this, because we have had this discussion before and I need to bring it up once again, because this is a prime example of what I've talked about. Guys are dumb.
1: Yeah. But he, yeah. It
0: it is a full-on accurate representation of just how dense guys are. And that is the one thing that impressed me about this show. Is this show sweet? Yes. Is it a whole lot of hopeless wish fulfillment out of this anime? Yes. But if it does one thing right... It 100% accurately depicts how dense guys are whenever, no matter how many symbols or how much you try to give off the fact that you are interested in a guy. If you do not outright say it, or in the case of this show, give a kiss on the cheek, it will not get through our fucking heads.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's
0: my rant for the day.
1: Fair enough. But even he admits, uh, this is very, this is definite spoil. At the end of the anime, in the last episode, even he admits, he goes, I was scared to see your emotions. Like, I knew you, I knew you liked me, but I was too scared to believe it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually, I mean, not being a guy, I don't know. But, like, I feel like that's part of it, is that there's a level of, No, it can't be that. And, like, you talk yourself out of it as opposed to complete obliviousness. It's like you see the signs, but you don't believe them to be what you think they are.
0: So if you're in a... If you have a relationship similar to what they have, especially in, like, we've both been to school. So we know how parasocial relationships are. Yeah. And, like, how detrimental to your mental health the people around you can be Mm. especially whenever you're in a situation of you literally have what everyone refers to as the angel Mm. and then you have what is just the nerd of the class even though he's not like a nerd he's just quiet like the yeah the quiet guy that sits off to the side So you have all of that, and yet it's just you don't want to rock the boat, and you don't want to cause issues for the other person as well, because obviously this is somebody that you care about and have feelings for. You just don't want to screw it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. Do you ever, did with you, for your high school experience, did you have somebody that like you could consider to be like the most popular person in school?
0: There were several people like
1: that, yeah. yes. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or if it was just my school, but, like, we didn't really have that in the same way. Like, well, there was definitely, like, a crowd of people that would all, like, go to, like, house parties or, like like, they were, like, more social. But none of them were, like, at least in my experience, like, exclusionary, <laughs> like... Like, there, there there's a couple people that I have nice memories of who were, like, in that group who would, you know, like, we would be in class together and they would join my group project and we would be fine. And maybe that's just because, like, I was kind of, like, a middle of the pack person. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if, like, they were mean to people that were considered to be, like, bottom of the barrel. But it felt kind of like we were all kind of nice to each other. I mean, there were some people that I just never interacted with. Because they were in that group and they just like always had their tight knit group of friends and didn't really expand out of it. But then I kind of had the same. So I don't know. We didn't have like a proper hierarchy in that way. And I wouldn't ever call them like popular in the same sense. Because, for instance, a really good example is my high school had a cheer squad the first year that I was in high school. It was so unpopular to be part of the cheer squad, they cancelled it. Like, we didn't have a cheerleading team anymore because it's, oh. yeah, it's just not not the vibe, you know? So, like, yeah. we had an American football team, but, like, hockey was the sport that most of the kids played, and we don't have a school hockey team, so they would play for their own clubs outside of school. Mm-hmm. And so that wasn't, like, an on-school grand thing. Like, they wouldn't have, like, a turf war over hockey at school, you know? So, turf war over hockey. I don't, I don't know anything about hockey. I don't know anything about anything. Uh, but But, like it wasn't, it's not the same as, like, what mm-hmm. I what I picture an American school to be like, where it's like, you have the the cheer squad captain and the quarterback of the football team and they're dating and then they have their buddies and they all go to each other's houses and have house parties and then everyone else is a noob. Like, I don't, like, that's kind I of mean, how I picture to,
0: it. To some level of degree, like, that is kind of a thing. It's not 100% like that, but you do have like the popular groups that have their cliques mm. and then they do hang out a lot and they do have that type of like going on there, but you don't have, <clears throat> there's not a, it's not as, I guess, prominent mm. or as like blatant as what you see in anime. Yeah. But there is sort of that hierarchy there. And as someone who has been really good friends with the like quote unquote most popular girl in school or somebody that either you and a whole lot of people around you viewed them as that way it is definitely one of those situations of it's like "Hmm, i should not be standing beside this individual because um getting on the wrong side of clicks are bad yeah I don't know why I broke out the <laughs> megaphone voice effect for that one, but it just felt right. Yeah,
1: I mean, go for it. <laughs> but, like, do you ever have, like, the the classic, like, bullying signs? Because I never, I never at least saw them in my high school. I don't know whether or not they actually happened, but I never saw them of, like, writing on lockers or, you know, locking people in lockers or, like you know like the, the classic like movie style bullying never happened according to my experience in high school
0: i've never seen something like that yeah. i have heard like rumors and rumblings of shit like that happening mm-hmm. and then i've also seen people like outright degrading other individuals in which case i've turned into the bully on mm. But that is a story for another time. All I'm going to say is don't let me catch you picking on people, especially um, people with developmental disabilities. Yeah. Because I will then put your head in a fucking locker.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: So, yeah, I've, I've never just outright witnessed, like, straight blatant bullying, like, you know, somebody shoving, you know, somebody's head in the toilet or shoving them in a locker. Yeah. But, yeah, I I have seen, like, actual verbal um, degradation. In which case, I've had to step in and then turn into the asshole. I mean, I I didn't feel like an asshole, but I... You know what I'm yeah.
1: saying. Um, Yeah, because it's just one of those things of, like, I feel like media portrayal of that kind of thing is very inaccurate. And I feel like that's kind of damaging because... If actual bullying doesn't look like that, then, especially these days where it's like probably vastly through social media, I feel like that's kind of like then kids who are in that, who are getting bullied, won't necessarily see what they're going through as bullying because their representation of bullying doesn't look like what they have. So then they'll be like, oh, well, what I'm going through isn't even that bad because it could be like that.
0: Well, I mean, let, let's just be real for a moment here as well. Whenever it comes to situations like bullying and whatnot, the media betrayal is there just, I feel like, simply to get a point across of like, you know, this person's bad yeah, and, you know, they need to be stopped, this, that, and the other, whereas bullying in real life, It is different, but also nobody, like, ever actually just really steps in to handle it, especially adults.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: you do see that in media a little bit as well. adults are like, oh, no, like, they were, like, they were just horsing around, and we don't want to get anybody in trouble and try to ruin their lives. No, that person is a fucking dickbag and needs to be treated as such. Mm -hmm. But it's, I don't know. Like, it, I Fully agree with what you're saying, and that the media portrayal is definitely damaging to individuals, especially individuals that are being bullied. However, it's damaging in general because people are assholes, especially in whenever brain is not fully developed Mm. and they aren't steered in any correct direction because people 99% of the time will have the bystander defect and look away especially adults who just don't want to rock the boat and deal with potential consequences from having to deal with a shithead child
1: yeah which leads me to my point if you are ever in a situation where you are um being assaulted in one way or another and there is a crowd of people around you or people walking by and they're not doing anything about it, point to someone specifically, you there, with whatever you have on there, help me. Because that breaks the bystander effect. It's something that we're taught when we do um, uh, first aid training, is if you say somebody call 911, chances are nobody will. But if you say you call 911, somebody will. Like that person will.
0: Yeah, like you just have to be like extremely direct. Yeah. Because then if they don't do it, they're the asshole. And then they're like, oh, oh, I got to do it. I got to
1: call. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. Whereas if, like, if you're being bullied in a crowd, I doubt that'll happen. But if it does, sorry. I'm sorry that's happening to you. But point to someone specifically and be like, you get help. You help intervene. Like, you specifically, that person there with the orange shirt on so they cannot. Be like, oh, you're talking about the person behind me, the person next to me. It will, and it can even kick other people into action as well. So yes, yeah, um, that's my psychological tip of the day. Yeah. Um, speaking of psychological tips, I have nothing to segue this with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? It's totally fine. I will accept it. And then swiftly move on to, um, I really had no, like, very particular point I wanted to talk about other than getting the whole, like, men, big dents. Yeah. And show, show good, show very good, show very sweet, but also interesting take on a high school romance.
1: Yeah, it's a very classic outline of everything, you know, boy doesn't know how to clean, or do his um laundry or cook for himself and so she becomes a caretaker for him which also um just throwing this out there um that's that's real patriarchy
0: oh 100 (laughs) like
1: it's just like wife in trading and i'm like Oh, oh, yeah, so you, like, if she wants a full career, she's gonna have a full career, and then she's gonna have to come home and cook and clean for him. So she's doing two jobs at once. And I I get that at the end of the anime, I did appreciate that he said, I want to grow to be a man who is on the same level of you, or like, at least better than I am. Like, I appreciate that, that he's recognizing in himself that he needs to grow um as a human being and i get that they're young and he hasn't had to do that for himself before so he he like he's still learning and there is evidence of throughout the show of him being like no i'm trying to learn how to cook like i i'm i'm improving my omelet like i'm like he's actively participating to try and make it a 50/50 equal split but um it does like still kind of ruffle my feathers a little bit about the whole um She's his mother, basically.
0: <laughs> well, it it's one of those things to where I I feel like I'm going to dig myself a hole here.
1: Enjoy it, have fun. I'll get you a because- shovel. <laughs>
0: I feel like anytime I sit here and like try to make counterpoints mm. for arguments like this, I'm gonna end up digging myself. No, hole. I wanna
1: hear it. Let's hear it.
0: Just because I'm I'm the I'm the rom-com boy. You
1: are the rom com <laughs> anyway. boy. Let's hear it.
0: It's I had a point to make and it is gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got lost in the hole. <laughs> You're somewhere in there, and you don't know how to get out, you don't even know what your point was, the lantern, it's gone. Somebody Exactly <laughs> Oh,
0: God, what point was I going to make here? Oh, shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to give them the, there is a level of benefit of the doubt for these guys. They are teenagers, and his life experience is that he grew up in a family where his parents looked after him the entire time, whereas she grew up in a family that didn't have that same, like, um, parenting at all. So she had to learn how to fend for herself at a very young age. And so she came into living alone with a heck of a lot more life experience than he did. So I understand why they have the dynamic that they do. And I do appreciate that he is trying to learn. However, this entire concept is still having a woman cook clean and like care for you whilst the man like doesn't do anything else. I do appreciate they do show them like she cooks. So he does the dishes like that feels 50 50. It's just, you still like, you get how I'm, I'm like, it's still a little bit like it just.
0: No, 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 no. I, I 100% agree. And I remember the point I was going to make. It's gone again. Oh, (laughs) it's literally going to be the bit for the episode. Okay. Okay. I think, I think, I think I've got it back. Maybe. Just hold it, hold it together for like 10 seconds, brain. Get, get your point. Okay, it's gone again. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I think that if- If
0: it comes back, I will step up and speak again. Go for it.
1: I think it's, I don't know if it's like, like, part of it's like, ugh, I don't like this. But also, I wonder if some of it is also like, I'm, like, it's my feelings that are being projected onto it. Because like- I don't know. Like it, it's it's a complicated thing because I'm like I totally get why the characters are the way they are and why they have the dynamic that they do, and I get that he has a lot of character progression. I get that, you know, she's opening up to him, and I get that he wants to improve to be to be better for her, and I get that they're young. It's just like this thing in the back of my mind that's like, I don't like it, and I think that I think it's partially a me thing, and partially it's just that like this is how a lot of romances are it would be nice to see something along the same lines where it's the opposite way around
0: yeah oh no i i 100 can agree with that and i feel like there is an anime out there like Mm. that like i feel like i've watched something similar to that and it's just not coming to my brain but no this anime is 100 like garbage wish fulfillment like i will 100 stand behind that and also, the point I wanted to make that kept slipping my mind is I 100% think that they could have done without the whole, like, wife and training comments. Yeah. Like that was 100% necessary. I just appreciate the character growth that both of our characters had. They
1: did, yeah. Yeah. Have a lot of growth. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, yeah. The, the wife and training comments could've... is icky.
0: Yeah. And that that's, like, the one thing that stuck out to me is, like, I get that they tried to add that in as humor mm-hmm. it just does not come off as humor especially in today's day and age yeah so i it again it felt very dated and unfunny and very unnecessary like if they had left those comments out i feel like it never would have really pushed like the forefront of the mind
1: yeah i i, I kind of agree with that you. Type of stuff yeah i agree with you because then it would have just been about the character history. It would have just been about the fact that she had to lend a fence for herself at a young age and he had grown up in a loving environment. That would have it would have just been about that. It wouldn't have been about sexism. <laughs> um but yeah. it those wife and training comments are what puts that idea in your head. And also I feel like I feel like it's kind of a tired plot point to have like men being a mess. They don't know how to take care of themselves. Like I feel like that's kind of like a tired point as well on the other side of things. Like there are plenty of men I mean, who are it, capable of living alone, who are very good cooks and can clean for themselves and functioning human beings in society. Like, I feel like we need more representation of that.
0: I mean, I I feel like, if anything, because obviously, Amane had the... Like, he had it in him yeah. to do it. I just felt like he went through a depressive episode. That's fair, yeah. And as as someone that deals with depression and has gotten... To the point to where back whenever I was living alone for that year and a half, there was one point to where I just let shit in my apartment just pile up and pile up and pile up. And the more it piles up, the more it kind of sits on you of just like, well, that's too much to tackle. I'm going to put that off and then just keep putting that off. And the only thing that broke me of that was i was going to have visitors like i think brian and them were going to come up to see me for a day and i was like oh fuck i gotta clean this entire place so i spent like two days cleaning the place from top to bottom yeah but and I, again like that's no excuse for this particular style of plot point however i feel like if anything like with us or with them giving us like his background history yeah I feel like that's the only reason to where like, that came to mind of this is the like reasoning behind why Amine is the way that he is. And I, like, I personally related it to a depressive mm-hmm. episode whenever he very well could have just been lazy and just wasn't doing it. And he was perfectly fine living off of nutrient jelly, which I'm not going to lie if that was an actual thing that I could buy. I would live off of that because that just seems so much more efficient of eating one jelly pack, and I get my nutrients for the day, and I will go on. Yeah, it's my business.
1: Um, I actually think that's a really good point. I hadn't considered a depressive episode for him to being more of a mess. I think they could have heavily leaned into that. Well, not even heavily, just like like threw in a few more like little hints of that, and that would have been a really really good um discussion piece to have throughout the anime and a very, like, subtle representation of mental health. Um, I feel like that would have been a a, a really good thing for a direction for of them to have gone in as opposed to, like, a wife in training to have just been, like, a... Yeah, I was feeling really down and shit got out of hand. And, like, it could have been, like, one little comment of, like, you know... Um, like, when he was like, I don't even know where to start when he was talking about the cleaning, it could have been, like, it's just been overwhelming and then move on and then that could have sparked that a little bit more yeah um and i feel like that would have yeah, that would have been good
0: yeah that could just and again that could just be my projection on it because as somebody who has been down that hole and just went through a depressive episode to where shit just piled up mm-hmm. and you just don't have the will to do it yeah so I I 100% get that, and that could just be my own projection on that situation. But it's seeing, like, his flashbacks to his um middle school days with, you know, how he was, like, destroyed on human connection by individuals. And then he just kind of moves away to get away from it all, but hasn't, like, really learned to cope with reality and make friends outside of uh, Izaki. mm mm-hmm. I feel like that was just kind of my way of, I guess, looking at that and, like, again, I guess, projecting in some way, shape, form, or fashion.
1: Yeah. No, I I like that. I like that um, relation. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
0: because that's what kind of got me on the, like, once they started showing flashbacks of him and, like, all of that, that's whenever I started collecting the, or connecting the dots of where I was like, wait, okay all of this makes a little bit more sense and i feel like i was able to come to that conclusion a lot sooner because i watched it through a second time Mm -hmm. and it was my second watch through to where brain made the connection
1: right that makes sense it was
0: my first time watching through it i was literally like all right trash rom-com yeah for the season well i mean this um You have the ice guy next door that we covered last week, and then whatever we're covering a couple weeks from now that I can't think of off the top of my head. Like every season has the trash like rom com romance, and it's not like really trash, but at you get what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: no, I get you. Um, And yeah, I think that that would have just just elevated it a little bit. Is taking it from trash rom com to like rom com with like depth I guess I'm not that it doesn't have depth because these characters do have a lot of growth I just do feel like it still is somewhat unrelatable like I mean
0: oh it's 100% unrelatable and that's why I said like at the end of the day it is hopeless wish fulfillment yeah of somebody was like I, I guarantee you that somebody was watching this and be like oh why can't I have this no like it like you want a partnership and you want it to be 50-50. Like you want a relationship closer to where it was at the end of the show, mm. not at the very beginning. Yeah. Like it's just it's not one of those things.
1: Yeah. Um there's yeah, it's 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 I don't know. It's cute. I like the show. It's decent. It's one thing I will say is with the um animation, there's uh <laughs> frequent enough to where um the the comments were commenting about how the um real hero of the show is couch san um because because of how frequently scenes are placed with the two of them on the couch um but i will say
0: background budget was on point
1: (laughs) i will say that the character
0: design was good though with like the constant different outfits and everything which i figured you would appreciate yes
1: i fully agree with that i love seeing um Japanese fashion in in animes like this, I think it's really cute to see. I like seeing how um, different characters dress for different circumstances. And there's a lot of... There's one thing I will... Okay, so I have a couple points bouncing through my head right now. Um, Amane starts off the show being described as looking kind of physically ill, a bit skinny, um, pale not getting enough from his jelly packets of nutrients. Like he's not, there's not a full meal. And then they go through to describe him looking better and looking healthier. I didn't notice a visual change in his character design throughout that. I don't necessarily know how they could have done that a huge amount other than maybe do like some little lines under his eyes or like, you know, maybe make his skin a little bit more gray tone and then change it to more of a pinky tone. I'm not sure how they wanted how they would, could do that but it was like a a very much prominent comment from the other characters that then didn't have a visual aid
0: yeah like as far as like an audience was concerned the only subtle differences that we got throughout the entirety of the show was just seeing what felt like a much more natural smile yeah as it went on yeah because you can like anime has a way of like portraying like the differences very well between like a more forced smile to like a more natural ish type thing mm. i don't know yeah but, yeah i i 100 agree they could have definitely added like a bit more even if it was just like a little bit more shading under the eyes yeah. just like a little bit more of a skin tone change because i feel like i tried to look for it and i didn't notice but then again i i don't know like yeah. i very well could have just not been paying attention to the right things. I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: And um, uh, yeah, I would have liked to have seen that also when he was supposedly still on the skinnier side. Um, I think that was the time when they had him have a photograph of him with his, like it's like he was a couple months in, so he was like doing decent, but wasn't like to the point where they're like, wow, you look healthy. Um, photograph of him with his arms showing. This is before he had like started working out and he looked pretty buff, you know? And I'm like, okay, if that's how he is when he's just not working out, and like before the comments of him, like, oh yeah, you can't even like, like you went for a run this morning, you would be dead, you know? Like that happened after this photo, and I'm like, that feels like he looks like he could be on free, like like this is a high Q level body right now, and this is pre you working out, like that was like a, a bit like I get the 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 idea of it was to make her swoon and like all this kind of stuff, but like like he's supposed to be really like still pretty skinny at this point.
0: All right. So here's here's the thing. Okay. All right. Common anime trope. Yeah. All high school boys have six-pack abs. <laughs> F- All of them. Okay, fair. Every last one of them. Okay. Like regardless of whether they are unhealthy or not. Have you ever seen a high school anime boy that does not have a six-pack?
1: Um I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's for some reason I don't understand why it's a trope, and I 100% understand where you're coming from, and I agree mm. with your point. It's just counterpoint. All of them, every last one of them.
1: Okay, fine.
0: <laughs> Unless it is a very specific plot point to where they have to be fat, they are all. Six-pack.
1: Fine, okay. But then, in that case, what I want is a six-pack for the the before photo and then an eight-pack for the after. Thank you very much. (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) If we're starting off with six-pack, we need somewhere to go. Uh, Goes from six-pack to unbelievably jacked. Six-pack to all-might. Literally.
1: So, that was one thing. And then, also, I will notice... I will say that the, the scenes on the couch where they're like s- kind of snuggling, leaning into one another, they're supposed to be comfy. They were never leaning on the back of the couch. I don't know if this is just like really hard to draw, but they were never like leaning on the back of the couch. And I get that they also wanted to keep like some distance between each other. They didn't want them like, like sitting hip to hip. But some of it looks incredibly awkward to the point where I was like, Drawn out of the storyline to be like, that looks uncomfy. Like, they're supposed to be sitting like that for minutes at a time. But honestly, that looks really uncomfortable.
0: I mean, I, I, again, I understand exactly what you're yeah. saying. But I feel like it was done like that more on purpose. Okay. Also, I don't know the studio. I did not do any research to what else they have done, if they have done anything else. So I can't, like, 100% speak to it. Mm. But I, this is their, like, the first time either one of them have been in any sort of situation like this. Therefore, it's just kind of, you know, like very uncomfortable to begin with. Cause I have been that person that has been at, you know, like, uh, first crush's house and everything is very, very uncomfortable. Mm. I, but also yeah. like i i get it also i think like leaning back on the couch would cause some unnecessary shading and be harder to draw yeah cuz as somebody that hates having to do unnecessary <laughs> curves and angles in their own artwork i get it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i get that but i i raise you the fact that they have been basically living together for like months and so, like they could be like awkward in the beginning, but then they, there's like comments of like, "Oh, she looks really natural and comfortable in your house," like, and like it's also points where it's like they're not necessarily like doing something that's like new for them, and they still look uncomfortable. <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah,
1: I, I think it's probably I, I think know. it's probably a a thing of like we're trying to be fairly quick in making these episodes, and it would take a lot more time to shape them and draw them in that way. I think that's probably where it comes down to. But it it I will just comment on the fact that it did bring me out of watching the episodes to be like, I your leg would be so dead. Like, that's uncomfortable. You wouldn't want to be there. Like that's no. Ouch. Maybe I'm just old as well and my body hurts all the time, so that helps.
0: I mean, yeah, I'd I'd one hundred percent get that. Like if I had had to sit in those positions, I would uh not be it would not be fun
1: yeah
0: i'm going through what they've done so they're not a large studio Mm -hmm. by any means like they haven't done really anything Mm -hmm. that i am very familiar with other than um love after world domination Mm -hmm. which power ranger love story who doesn't enjoy a good power ranger love story Mm -hmm. but outside of that like it seems like they only do one to maybe two anime a year.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: So with them being a smaller studio, I can one hundred percent understand as to why they would be having little bits of hiccups, yep. And that's there fair. And like not wanting to overly animate things.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I will also just comment: this is not a this anime thing. This is an all anime thing. Why are legs shiny?
0: Um, tights.
1: <laughs> no, but like when she was showing off of her legs without wearing the tights on her legs were shiny. And this is like girls legs in anime are shiny. And I don't I don't get this like do they lather up in oil before they walk outside? Like I don't I don't understand. Like
0: sunscreen.
1: Sunscreen doesn't make you that I shiny. Know,
0: like, I don't know. Like I I literally don't pay attention to that. Yeah. So I I cannot even comment. And as somebody who typically is like the animation pay your attention to mm-hmm. her Of the two of us? I literally don't notice that What's I think
1: it's because I notice, like, like I pay attention to, like, the fashion and stuff. And so when I see things like that, I'm like, no. (laughs) No.
0: And I'm just the one that has to point out the stupid animation differences.
1: Yeah. Um, I just don't get that. I don't get why in anime legs are shiny. I mean, I get it in the sense of, like, they need to create depth uh, around a leg and it's just a block of color. So adding a little highlight to it gives it depth and that's fast. I get that.
0: But they could like just go like a couple shades lighter. Don't go from skin tone to white.
1: Yeah, that's 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 the point. Good point. Cause yeah, they do end up with the. As,
0: as someone who really enjoys shading and hates drawing, just just move the just move the cursor if you're on a tablet on the color wheel a little bit diagonally. Mm-hmm. Not all the way. No,
1: not to the corner.
0: Because <laughs> if, if you've ever worked with a color palette such as Procreate, yeah. in the northwest corner is white. In the southeast corner is black. So don't move it all the way to the corner. Just a little bit. A little bit
1: little tiny depth or just go and to again, your little like numbers you move it just a little bit where it says the color code and just like decrease them a little
0: that is way too extra is it as as someone who is inherently incredibly lazy and doesn't want to do math i'll just move the color wheel a little bit okay. i i 100 percent see what you're saying and i think it's a good idea but no I will just not be doing Fair
1: it. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that was my animation point.
0: Um, OP and ED were bland.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were fine.
0: Like <laughs> That's the thing. Like, they were just fine. <laughs> like, these will not be in any contention for our, like, best OP or ED of the year by any means. But they were
1: fine. They were fine. Um. His mother is uncomfortable. She made me uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I get it, but, but she made me uncomfortable.
0: I mean, she was definitely the typical rom com mother for sure. Yeah. But no, I one hundred percent agree. Like it was it was very overbearing. Yeah. And I preferred uh Cheetose.
1: Me too. Yeah. And I feel like they both do overbearing in the same amount of level, but Cheetose feels more like jovial more prank story whereas shihoko sounds like she says it's a prank she says she's just teasing but like there's an element of like she's actually not though and yeah 100 yeah, yeah and it gives me the impression that amane when he's older is gonna have to sit down and have a conversation with her and be like mom stop it <laughs> Like, this is too much.
0: No barging into people's house. No bad shame.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm, like, a, like, he's a, at this point, a teenager living alone. Like, you should have boundaries with your parents. Parents, you should have boundaries with your kids. Especially when you reach the age of puberty and onwards. Oh, 100%. Like, knock, please. Like, that, like, that's so uncomfortable. Um, to do that and it freaked me out and made me feel like, ugh, don't like so that's like my perception of her character right now is not like, oh fun mom who's like just being a bit like overprotective, it's like no boundaries need to be made
0: No, like as as someone whose mother is very similar yeah. in a way and does not understand boundaries in any way shape, form or fashion mm-hmm. I get that, Yeah, 100% Yeah, and then his but good dad, though. Good dad, good dad.
1: Good dad that does enable, but good dad. Yeah,
0: good, good yeah. dad.
1: Um, But to say, she's way more, like, playful with it. Like, she pranks, but it doesn't feel like she pranks across the line. Like, she knows where the line is, and she's comfortable with teasing and playing, but she doesn't, like, invade his space in any way, like, metaphorically or literally.
0: And the whole friend group in general just felt very natural. Like, they didn't feel put together or rushed or anything like that. Like, everything felt natural. Like, this felt like a real high school group. And, again, kind of like similar to what we talked about last week, this is a friend group that I could get on with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, say, I would need a break from. But I get why... I, I remember watching... When I was watching this, thinking, like, oh, my God, says a lot. But I get why Itsuki... Like he's the perfect match for her. Like he, his energy in her, like they, they do click. So although yeah. she's too much for me, I absolutely see their relationship being legit. You know?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Um, and I kind of really enjoy the side plot of them being like, "Nah, we want to get married. We're teenagers, but we're like going for it." Because I knew people like that when they were like sixteen, being like, "Yeah, we're gonna get married when as soon as we're out of high school." And their parents were like, what the fuck? No. And that's the the plot line for those two in this. And I get it. And I think it's like a f- kind of a fun side plot. It's not fun for them. They're stressed. But like, it's it's like kind of like kids just believe with 100% of their being on the- those kinds of things at that time period. So like, yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, this is love, and you will not stop me, okay? Bye.
1: Yeah. And, like, I'm going to leave because I had an argument with my dad for three days at a friend's house, and then I'm going back home again. And, like, I get it. Like, that's fun and youthful and, like, yeah, dramatic. Kids are dramatic. That's accurate.
0: Yeah. So I I get it. I 100% yeah. get it.
1: Um, And then I liked Utah. We didn't get a lot of him until more of the end of the anime but I I liked how he was kind of like in the same way as um, Mahiru was being like overwhelmed by the popularity he also started to portray that a little bit his was definitely more shallow because he's a a much smaller character but Mm -hmm. um, the idea of like Amane reaching out just for a small act of kindness of just lending him a um, shopping bag to take home the Valentine's Day candy um being the thing for Yuta to be like, okay, this person doesn't have anything against me. Like, because all of the guys in the school hate him because he's popular and all of the girls in the school only want to get in his pants. Really? He's being very objectified. Oh yeah. And so he's probably just as lonely as Mahiru was, but the two of them can't be friends because then it would become like a, a like a theme, like a, a, like a drama, like a show. Like it's not like, although they could have a very real friendship, their public perception would be fucked.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: So he's very isolated and alone. And when Amane reaches out for just this one small act of kindness and says to him, oh, like, it's no big deal. This is a help. Like, that's a clue for him to be like, this person doesn't hate me and he doesn't hold it against me that like I'm popular.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um which is such a strange thing to have as a high school thing. Like in reality, I don't think this ever happens. But I can see how it happens to like celebrities, you know? Like are the, is this person friends with me because I'm rich and famous or um do they actually give a shit about me? Yeah. You know. Um Yeah, so I don't know. I I liked to see his character being included as well. And I liked that they did expose male objectification, which absolutely does happen and isn't spoken about very much. And it's a mm-hmm. conversation that's recently just been happening around like Justin Bieber and how the fact that when he was like a minor or a freshly turned adult, there were people like, like full grown women, like groping him on stage and stuff. And it's like really, really gross, but it wasn't a conversation at the time because he's a bloke. Right. Yeah. So, It's only now that people are reflecting back on it and being like, that was actually really fucked. Like, and he's turned out way better than most people would have, considering. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, yeah. So, it's like a good conversation to just subtly have within the show. Yeah.
0: I think we'll definitely get more of him and, like, get more growth and everything as we go along as well. Yeah. I genuinely thought about picking up the light novels for this and just giving it a read. Mm Mm-hmm. So, might end up doing that at some point? I don't know. Yeah. We'll
1: see. Yeah. Just because He's, I'm
0: curious, like, what else goes on.
1: Yeah, I, I would like to know more as well. If the second season comes out, I'll definitely watch it. Um, And, I mean, is kind of a little bit of a fifth wheel right now, so it would be nice to see him get a little bit of a, get some partnering himself.
0: Yeah. So, will you okay. rate it?
1: Um. Like
0: a seven. I could see that.
1: Yeah. Like it's solid. It's fun to watch. I had a good time. Yeah. That's it. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at too. Like I'm 7.5. Cause I feel like I can't give it an eight. Yeah. But 7.5. Like it's fine. So it's good. A little bit, I, I enjoyed a little bit it. Under
1: the average. Yeah. I think that's where, where we're at with quite a lot of the shows this season is that they're just like, they're good. Yeah, like,
0: nothing is just, like, truly sticking out. Now, no. I will say, this season, I've got a lot to look forward to with things like Mashal and Hell's Paradise. Those are going to be very, very good.
1: Yeah.
0: But I mean, even Campfire Cooking, like, for what it is, like, it's good. But yeah. for the genre and everything that fits in, I think it's great. Like yeah. I, no, I'm excited lo- to watch it. I genuinely it. looked forward to it every week. Like, it was one of those where I was like, I can't wait for Tuesday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um So
0: I'm I'm looking forward to that. Not to sit here and like try to immediately segue into like what we're covering next week, but it like out of a lot of the stuff that I was watching week to week the season, that was one that I was very very excited for.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. Actually, quite a lot. I'm like because I've read the manga. I'm like yes. Um. Yeah. I yeah. I just I want to know. I'm curious for you guys at home who. Like, what anime this past season was, like, the one that you were the most excited to watch? Or, like, which one is the one that you consider, like, the standout anime of the season? Because so far from the ones that we've watched, most of them have just been like, yeah, like, it's good. Like, you'd enjoy yourself if you watched it. But, like, it's not, like, a something to brag about to all your friends of, like, you have to see this, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: 100%. Okay. Um, yeah. Should we fuck off?
0: Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. You can find Blue at Blue Lavender STM on Instagram and I'm Twitter. I'm not anymore.
1: I changed it.
0: Oh, it's Blue's Lavenders, right?
1: It is.
0: I I noticed for some reason I was like, um, what is um, this? What is this name? That it's because I on don't stream anymore. Very...
1: So I took out the STM.
0: I forgot that that was for stream.
1: It was. Yeah. It was for, so. Stem, because I used to stem, but I don't anymore.
0: Yeah, so it is. It is now blue lavenders. I that completely slipped my mind. So thank you for the catch up on that.
1: Yeah, because you changed yours, so I was like, mm, I want to change mine too.
0: As as you should. Time to time to rebrand. Time Switch to yeah. So I'm Brad Garen VO on Instagram. I have no Twitter, but I do run our Twitter at BnB anime, literally BnB anime on quite literally everything. and twitch is Brad Carter gaming, but I I'm not streaming now might pick it back up again in a couple of weeks. life is just way too fucking hectic right now and I have no clue what the fuck is going on.
1: Yeah, because he's too busy watching WrestleMania.
0: this weekend is incredibly busy which is why we are recording very very early yes and now i gotta fuck off and go to work at church
1: (laughs) yeah um enjoy your church
0: i shall you enjoy your brunch take photos because i want to see what canadian brunch looks like
1: i will if i remember
0: And everybody listening, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. We hope you have a good week, and we'll catch y'all next time. Love you. Bye-bye.